and welcome back to Is It Bedtime Yet? with Dr. Jen and Dr. Serene. Today's episode is about LGBTQ parenting, and we have a special guest with us today. His name is Dr. Mike Von Hopsburg. He is a licensed MFT uh, and a parent. Right. And so today we're just going to be talking about the experience of parenting. Uh, Sure. So hi. Hi, I'm thrilled to be here with two fabulous ladies, clinicians and friends. (laughs) Glad you could be here. So I was wondering, what are some challenges of parenting that may have surprised you or that you weren't prepared for? Well, I'm going to frame this whole segment as um, we waited 20 years to have a child and we had a child through a surrogate. So everything is through like rose colored glasses and we just, the baby, his name is Rex. He's very easy. He's a pleasant, happy, healthy, just like I call him a gabillion dollar baby. So like, and he's adorable (laughs) and he's adorable. He's curly hair and he's just, he's, he's one, but he's as big as a two year old. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, but so like, uh, the, Parenting has been awesome. You know, the challenges for us are more um, like in the community rather than mm. at home because Rex has never been sick. Wow. Um, yeah. in Can a you year? imagine? In wow. a year. And um, he kind of just will eat anything. He's teething. He's almost six teeth. He doesn't really cry a lot. He's pretty easy. Um, but we're, you know, Tony's, who's my husband, we've been together 20 years. He's with Rex. All day, all day, every day, he's only been not with him for two hours ever. Wow. wow. So it's always that, like, constant care. But, um, like, in the community, for instance, like, some of the barriers we get, we went to this park near our home. Mm-hmm. And we had, like, two women come up, and they're like, oh, like, haha, which one's the mommy? And mm-hmm. it's stuff like that that's, like, you know, on one level, I have a good sense of humor. Right. But on another level, like, I don't feel the need that I have to explain who I am or my relationship or my world to a stranger. Right. And I'm always like, well, if I would say something derogatory to a woman in a park, I might, I might be arrested. Right. So, um, you know, or it might be in the news, someone taping me or I don't know. So, um, it's more, not things like, um, where I would consider our home, um, environment. I think it's like outside. And a lot of times other people say like, you know, well, which one of you is, you know, primary or which one gave the sperm or which like, and people become very intrusive at times and they, they kind of have an entitlement. I was just going to say I'm surprised by the sense of entitlement that people have that they feel like they're they're owed these answers like it like it's something that they need to know. Right. And we go to a church which I love, mm-hmm. but when we have the birth certificate with through the state of California has t- Tony, who's my husband and I's name on the birth certificate. Mm-hmm. But when we got Rex um christened, the baptism, mm-hmm. um they were like they seemed very baffled and there were like 20 questions about the birth certificate was it authentic and it's just a lot of explaining, I guess. So it's yeah. it's these, if this is what you're asking, these are the kind of barriers that we, we go through. And it's not earth-shattering horror. It's just like, you know, oh, I have to explain to someone I don't know my life. And then sometimes you, you get an answer of like, oh, <laughs> and then that's it. So right. there's a kind of conversation just halts. And you don't know where they're going with that, if they actually right. got it or... If... Or or who's his birth mother? And we, we, we got a... Um, an egg donor mm-hmm. and then we got a surrogate which is two different women okay. so explaining that story is it's it's time consuming but it's also not their business right but then they're like was he going to meet the mother and they become very focused sometimes on the mother yeah. and this isn't like commonplace it's just at times yeah right. but it's just these kind of things um but yet we have other um friends who are gay parents 
and so a lot of times it's a bunch of like gay dads or gay moms um so then we really don't have that problem mm-hmm. it just depends I, I don't know like it's these kind of things that come up that's like you know we're and we tony and i are kind of on the same page so we just kind of look at each other like okay like are we gonna answer them or not and sometimes lately we've just been like kind of nod smiling it's like a smile but a nod and a, a no at the same time so there's like <laughs> you know and it's not reading on the um audio on the but it's uh, <laughs> like yeah, i'm not really gonna answer you and yeah. i also kind of look away or i i take my son and i kind of fix his hair or i i, I divert yeah. right so now that you talked about how people ask you about the process yeah. Let me ask you, what was the process <laughs> of becoming a parent like for you? Well, yeah, because you had mentioned that right. it's yeah. like 20 years in the making, so. Well, yeah, we waited. Well, we had to wait for monetary reasons, too, but we we got a house because we used to live in West Hollywood, and I don't think that's conducive for children, yeah. in my opinion. I've never seen a child in West Hollywood. Then. And neither have I. It's crazy. That means actually yeah. lives there. Yeah, yeah. Right. But um, mm-hmm. we waited. We got a house in this, like, kind of what I figure, nice area, mm-hmm. and then I got a job close to the house, so then we're like, you know. Now we're gonna have a baby, yeah. but the whole process. I'm writing a book about it actually, and I'm I'm calling it RX for Rex, like in a prescription for oh, Rex. I love that. And it's all about the whole surrogacy journey. Mm. And the journey, you have to be a strong person. I don't care if it's a, like a a male or a, a, a heterosexual couple that are infertile, or whether it's you know two gay uh, dads or whatever. It could yeah. be anything. It's um when you when you give up control of you know, um, the process because you don't have control. It's very anxiety provoking. Mm-hmm. So, um, like for once, our, our, by the way, our surrogate, God bless her. She's a fabulous 25 year old woman who wow. had two uh, genetic children her, of her own before this process. Wow. And, um, one day she didn't, they have to take a certain amount of shots and mm-hmm. hormones and different things. And she didn't have her needles. And we, you know, she lived in, um, a little North of San Francisco. So our surrogate was not in LA. Mm-hmm. And the and just knowing she didn't have her needles, and the process of, of of having to get certain needles to her in a certain time frame, like like in two hours while you're at work, Ugh. is like you know I was sweating and I'm like well what if she doesn't get her shots and then will the baby be you know the embryo at the time yeah. will it not take and it's stuff like this right. where like you know if it's a heterosexual couple they don't have those kind of barriers right. or like for instance we would Skype her. Every Friday, but talk to her on the phones, you know, um, texting mm-hmm. during the week. But then we're like, well, what is she doing? <laughs> like, are you eating healthy? Are right. you sleeping? Did you visit her at all during her during the pregnancy stage and feel the baby move or hear the heartbeat? We did. Um, her mother, love her too, <laughs> um, uh, and her um, stepfather um, actually invited us into their home right before the baby was born. Oh, that's wonderful. So she came down to L.A. twice. And then we went up to Santa Rosa, it's called, it's a little north of San Francisco. And we visited her and stayed with her the whole week before the baby was born. So we were like kind of integrated into their family, nice. so to speak. Yeah. So it was, re- and, and then we met her kids, her, and, and who were at the time one and three, mm-hmm. now they're two and four. Wow. So it was, um, it's exciting, but it's also, there's, there's a lot of lawyers, there's a lot of social workers, there's a lot, there's an agency for the embryos, there's an an agency for the surrogate, oh, and then there's an agency for the lawyers. So there's there's a lot of people in the mix. So if you're not used to having people control, or like, oh, here's a new document, Jen or Serene, sign this right now, yeah. or we're not going to the next step. 
and it's very kind of neutral and flat. Mm-hmm. But when you feel like you can feel, I don't want to say threatened. That's a bad word, but like you feel it's very like, oh, businessy. It's very business. Like, yeah. So like you know, okay, she's six months pregnant. You got to sign this document right now today, right. and it might be thirty pages. So I'm like, well, like you know, hold up. I, I want to, like, what does that mean? What am I signing? Right. So it's it's those kind of barriers that are. But that's anybody who's helped with a surrogate, not just gay and lesbian right. or transgender. So I bet with the with the paper signing and the, the more clinical stuff with social workers and attorneys, that moment you would have to go to a doctor's appointment with her or to actually feel the baby move in her belly must nope. have been amplified. Like, it was, and we got to feel the baby kick twice, which is like, you know. And, right. we, and then actually um, I got, and I know this is audio, but I got a tattoo <laughs> Of when we got the the first time the baby, that they called viable when the, the baby is yeah. considered alive, and um, we got the heartbeat proof. So I had them printed out, and then um, we just we put our names Michael, Tony, and Rex where there was just like you know like there's no no bumps. Right. So we just we tattooed me Tony and I got the same tattoo on our left arm to signify like that moment where like the baby's alive, healthy, and it was a joy like I think the most joy, joyous moment of my life. That's Except for so when incredible. he was born, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. It was good. It was good, so. Oh, gives me goosebumps. Oh, I love that so much. Yeah. But I could go on and on with even barriers of, like, going to the hospital when the baby was born, when mm-hmm. Rex was born, and getting him out of the hospital. The social worker would not release us because the, the when there's when there's a surrogate and two gay parents or mm-hmm. two parents who aren't, who did not carry the child. Yeah. Um, there's just a different process than heterosexual. I'm sure. So if all the I's aren't dotted and the T's aren't crossed, they won't discharge you from the hospital and they'll make you wait. So that we had to stay at the hospital for, for almost four days until all this paperwork got messed, wow. messed, got cleared up. Mm-hmm. And also Rex had a little bit of like just a minor infection, but it, like, I think if it would have been like a straight woman with her husband, they would have been like, just go. Right. So we had wow. to stay, you know, it's hard to stay in a hospital in a, a town eight hours north and then we had to drive the baby home wow. which is like when you're driving an, an infant in a car eight, eight hours minutes. it's like nerve-wracking you're yeah. like why is everybody driving so fast you know gosh i remember the drive home <laughs> in my 20 minute drive <laughs> home was like yeah. nerve-wracking i can't imagine that yeah so it was um and tony drove the whole way and i stayed in the back with the baby yeah. but it was we would stop every two hours just free for us mm-hmm. really and he was quiet. He slept. He was like, once again, this baby, he was like, like a perfect, we were like, is he alive? <laughs> He's not crying. He would cry like just a little bit, squeaky. Yeah. And then um, back to, you yeah. know, n- norm- normalcy. Yeah. It's a champ though. Yeah. That drive home, that first yeah. drive home is nerve wracking. So it sounds like most of the challenges that you've experienced have either been in the community with people being ridiculous or yeah. or in the system with just the process of of getting Rex. Correct, because Tony and I learned that we've been together for 20 years, but we're on the same page parenting. Mm-hmm. And when you're on the same page, it, it just flows. Like, um, yeah. you do A and I do B, and you do C and I do D, and we do E together. So it, it, we don't we don't have fights like that. Tony and I, and I, I don't think you've met my husband, no, I but Jen knows yeah. him, and um. We're kind of low key, yeah. but um, you know, we're not perfect parents. We're not. We have anger and we have other things, but we Correct. keep it low. And since we're calm, I think the baby's calm as a result. So I don't have a lot of like. Since we waited so long, everything he does, we kind of celebrate it. Like yeah. if he vomits, we're, we're like, oh, look at that! Like you know, 
we're not like these super happy people, but we're like, we don't, we don't yell at him. We're like, you know, okay, he's teething. So let's get him a, a, a toothbrush. Let's, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? We try to right. make it all like he, he gets out of his little gated area and we just round him up and get him back. So we don't have like, we don't need a night away from our baby, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So, so I guess so you, you said yeah. that correct. Yeah. So what are some tips and tricks for co-parenting? Um, well, like, t- t- well, I work four days a week, 10 hours a day. So I'm Tony's primary. So he, he's with the baby all the time. So like when I get home, I try to give him like, you know, an hour of like Tony time, so yeah. to speak. But he, but since T-Rex is pretty easy, it's, this is, it's once again, it sounds so Pollyanna, but, um, <laughs> you know, he, he might want to like take the trash to the, to the curb or whatever, or do something in the yard. But then we kind of just eat dinner together and I don't know, it's just not, he's not an issue. Sometimes he's up at night, but he sleeps pretty good for the most part. He eats pretty good. He's, he walked, when he was one year old, he walked exactly at one. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, like, I don't know if this is answering your questions, but he's not difficult, so co-parenting is not hard Makes for him. It's easy for you guys, it sounds like, yeah. yeah. But I work with kids for years, and I know the, the trials and tribulations. We just don't have them. I believe, like, God has, like, blessed us with his child, <laughs> so it's, I don't know, it's not difficult. But it sounds like even if there were difficulties, that yeah. you and Tony are very much on the same page about things, and that helps a lot. Right. And the one thing, actually, that he's doing now is um, he's not around a lot of other kids. Mm. So, for instance, you know, um, when your child, I don't know if I can say yeah. the name, yeah. Morgan, came, like, Rex, will he hits the other kids because he's, mm. he's in that stage. So he's not in these social classes. Right. So he had his little buddy over the other day, too, Morgan one day and Oliver, mm-hmm. four or five days later, and he's hitting the other kids. And we're not, we don't have the skills to like, and he can't talk because he, he's not at that stage right. and he's just learning. So since he's not around kids, we yeah. have to socialize him. And that's a barrier for us because Tony's kind of like chill. I'm not sure I want to go out to a mommy and me class. Right. I'm happy here by myself or like our friends and yeah. neighbors. So we're trying to get him into these classes and stuff to socialize him because he doesn't have any social skills and he's hating other kids. That's the one thing I could say about Rex <laughs> that he's doing that's, uh, you know, needs maybe a little bit of, yeah. like. Jen's a strong proponent for a mommy and me classes. Definitely. Well, yeah. and I, last time I was talking with Mike and Tony, I was telling them about some of the classes that I do with my daughter. And so I, yeah, I, yeah so I had suggested one of the classes that's local nearby here. And, yep. and actually I, I saw Tony that he came and that's popped right. in and, yeah. and checked out the class. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think yeah. that was my big recommendation was that I think just having that exposure to other kids having that outlet for you know rex to you know and we and to, yeah. as from your recommendation we went and we're going to go to another one too we're going to see yeah. which one that actually that tony likes oh really <laughs> well rex you know he's he we put him at the yeah. there's a topanga mall down here mm-hmm. and there's this little um like children's area it's oh, like yeah. these little like it's a snake and a beaver and stuff yeah. and there's a merry-go-round right. we put rex down and we're like oh like you know we're right here but as soon as we put him down, he didn't even look back. Boom. Out with the other kids. Oh. Hitting some of them, but he was he's not afraid <laughs> of anybody. He's um he integrates. Yeah. It's just that he's like all kind of like Frankenstein with his arms. Right, and, right. And the kids don't like that, so they're they they're pushing him, but then he falls and right back up. Yeah, right. But I mean, for the first several years of their lives, yeah. they don't have an understanding of right. what's outside of their body, so Yeah. That's we that's do get looks thing. sometimes at the mall too, getting back to the barriers. Mm-hmm. Like, but a lot of women with like two or three kids will see two dads and they kind of, 
I don't know, it's not like a scorn, but it's kind of like, mm-hmm. hmm, what's going on over there? And then with me, my appearance, I'd like bleached hair and stuff, and I think sometimes I like scream, go <laughs> gay. I'm not sure if people know or not, but they see us together. And I came out when I was 17, so mm-hmm. I'm years beyond caring. Yeah. But I feel that like, you know, being judged. I don't know. Yeah. So that, but I get that at the mall sometimes, but we're just like, whatever. Like, if that's how it's going to be done, then that's how it's done. You know, and I, I can't, I don't want to say anything and cause conflict. Right. Seems like you guys have such a positive attitude about things and a positive reframe about a lot of things. Oh, thank you. Especially about your, your child. It seems like kind of what Jen was touching on, even if he was a difficult kid, I think you would probably almost see that as a joy as well which yeah. i think a lot of it people is, take yeah. for granted my philosophy of rex thank you is that i call him like a billion dollar baby because mm-hmm. i believe he is like a superstar that like someone's just waiting to find yeah like i think he i don't know and it's not like we should actor all look center, at our kids like that right, right? Yeah. <laughs> but i think like when we go out and this is like maybe it's my prism of life mm-hmm. but we have been around other babies before so like and I, I like my sisters had kid like I and mean, I've been with them for yeah. long periods of time, but we go to like Target. There would be ten people that co- will come to us, and be like, "Oh, isn't he cute? What's his name?" And at first, we were very much like, "Oh, oh no, 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 we're not gonna. I don't know you, right? You know, why we're not gonna do that, right? But then after a while, we're like, you know, his name's Rex, and he's like, you know, one year, but they're, they're like, they wanna like smile at him and. And he brings joy at church. The priest takes his, um, after the mass, he blesses. Um, he'll go down and put a, a cross on Rex's forehead. Mm-hmm. But these are things I've never seen. Mm-hmm. So the priest is going out of his way to come from the altar all the way to where we sit to bless yeah. him on the way out. And I'm like so shocked by yeah. it. All about, like, I, you know, in a Facebook, I'm not a real big multi, um, social media person. Mm-hmm. But since Rex has been born... It's all him. Like, I'm, I'm not even on my own site. Yeah. Because, you know, people, uh, in my opinion, no one wants to... S- I mean, they know what I look like. They right. know what I do. It's the same routine. But That's with him, so like, here's Rex sitting with, um, you know, a, a triangle teether. Right. Here's Rex walking the ball. Here's Rex, you know, in the water. Right. So, like, here's Rex with Morgan sitting. And isn't it cute? Yeah. That's what, my social media has become yeah. the exact same thing. I'm not even on it anymore. Yeah. So it's like, and I find the joy in it. And I find us like integrated in the community. That's another thing about the LGBT. Before, I didn't feel connected to parents. Mm-hmm. I felt very not removed, but just like okay, you know, you know, you two kids, you one, whatever. Yeah. You, good for you. But now I'm like, oh, now we're gonna like do something together, and it makes me like I feel like our neighbors. We were kind of not distant from them, but not close. Mm-hmm. But since we had the uh, party for Rex mm-hmm. and um, like. His first birthday. His first birthday party. We invited 50 people and 45 came, which we were shocked. Wow. But all the neighbors came and they were all like, you know, and then now when they get like a little yellow onesie, then I, whenever I get, I take the picture and like, look, you bought that for him and that connects us. So that when I take him for a walk around the block, I'm like, look, like Serene bought that or Jen bought that. Yeah. Builds a sense of community. It builds a sense of community for us. So we're really like tickled. And even if we don't like the product, and that's rare because we Mm -hmm. usually like them all. But like, just put it on him anyways. Mm-hmm. Take the picture, or let him wear it. And you know, he's pretty. Like I said, I keep on saying he's very easy. So like, even when we dress him, as long as he's got his bottle, mm-hmm. he's cool. You know, he's one of those babies right. like food, 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 food. Yeah. He's not fussy. He's on milk now. Like you know, yeah. Just turn to the 
just from the formula to milk, which was, to me, I was like, Big milestone. Saving money. Seriously. (laughs) So expensive. Well, so let me ask you, I'm going to shift gears a little bit. Sure. What does self-care look like for you guys? Because I know you said that, you know, you don't really need that much granted, you know, everybody needs some self-care. But given that he's such an easy kid, what what do you guys do for yourselves for self-care? Especially because it it struck me that you said that, you know, Tony's only been away from him for about two hours. Mm -hmm. So have you you guys ever had like a date night post-Rex? No, um, we, we don't want to. It's, it's, yeah. it's I don't know. I, I'm, a lot of people at work, especially the women I work with, are, they're in the childbearing years. Mm-hmm. So they're having a lot of babies and they're like, I need time off. And, but see, we didn't have the baby, so it's not my body. Right. So there's no healing. The self-care for us is sleep. So that like, but self-care, if I don't sleep, we don't get nasty. I just become very like sloppy and um, careless. Yeah. And it's not good. <laughs> Um, an important thing to talk about since this topic was LGBTQ parenting is that obviously your experience is not going to be encapsulating every single person's yeah. experience, but you know, yeah. it's, it, it's been amazing that you're sharing all of this with us and your guys' personal journey into parenting. I guess my final question for you is, uh, what advice would you give other parents who are experiencing maybe some of the same challenges that you guys have, maybe some judgments from people or the, the challenges of dealing with the system and having to deal with the surrogacy stuff? What, what advice would you give to anybody who's going through any of that? Learn to give up control <laughs> is my number one rule and learn how to cope. So if you, in any relationship, but I'll say especially gay and lesbian because we're focused mm-hmm. on that, you learn to be on the same page with the small things because when the s hits the fan yeah like for instance rex has this one thing he needs a, a surgical procedure okay and we weren't ready for this but i don't want to like it's just something small but anyways yeah. but we have like differing opinions so but you learn to like you know okay it's it's something fixable but you know if you're not on the same page with stuff like surgery then things can get out of control quick definitely you know tempers or like i want it this way or you know right. no or but we have seen you got to talk. So like I'd say, like, learn to let, let the control go and try to, you know, be on the same page. I don't know. Yeah. How do you cope with judgment from the community? Like you were talking about the lady at the mall giving you kind of the side eye. Oh. You know, my philosophy in life is, and, and, and I want this to be said with utmost respect, <laughs> I find myself to be a fabulous product. <laughs> So in, li- you know, so much. <laughs> in life, I'm like, if you don't understand it, well, then you don't. But I'm having a good time. I'm having a good life. I mind my own business. I stay in my own lane. So I'll just divert or whatever. And I'm just like, you know, she doesn't understand this this fabulosity. So she doesn't. So I just let it go. Um, I feel like my mind was blown today. I feel like I used like 90% of what Mike said today for parenting and for myself. Well, and I was going to say, so much of that, I think, applies to parenting in general and right. the advice that you gave and just the, a lot of the experiences that you've had and all of it. That um, so much of it is just a universal experience, it sounds like. And the advice that you gave is just universally good advice to anybody. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, Rex is, like I said, a billion dollar baby is my word for him. <laughs> you know. Like the sunshine and the joy of our lives. Yeah. I think we should all just call ourselves fabulous products. I think, yeah, I think that's the best takeaway. Look at our children (laughs) as million dollar children. If there's anything you take away. Yes. Thank you. Good. Yeah. I was really not expecting to to walk away so happy. Yeah. (laughs) Right. I feel like I just had a therapy session. (laughs) 
Oh, thank you, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Thank you both. Thank you so much for being here. It's been and fun. yeah, thank you to our listeners for tuning in. Uh, if you have any questions or comments or any uh, topic ideas that you want to throw out for us, you can email us at isitbedtimeyetpodcast at gmail.com. And until next time, this is Dr. Den and Dr. Serene asking, is it bedtime yet? <laughs>